Thank you for downloading the bonus episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal exclusively for Max Fund donors and supporters of We Got This. This is a really fun episode. I hope you enjoy it. And I want to thank you on behalf of myself and Mark for supporting us and supporting the network that we're a part of. We couldn't be prouder to be part of the Max Fund family and to have you as part of the Max Fund family with us. So I hope you'll enjoy this bonus episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Should you recline your seat on an airplane? That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to We Got This with Mark and Hal. Was that, were you doing a, uh, I thought you were doing the very beginning thing. You know, you sounded I, so subdued when you said that. As I was saying it, I realized that's exactly what it sounded like. But, but maybe yeah. this is how we intro the show from now on. We have like a show ID. <laughs> we're, we're, we're way more, we're way more subtle at the top. Is that it? Yeah. It's been a year. We, we need to, we can't be as over the top as we've been in the past. We got to play it cool now, man. Yeah. And really, Hal, if it was a real show ID, wouldn't we have like a, do, 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 do. uh, I was so focused on thinking of the tune for that quickly that I didn't even bother to just say random letters. <laughs> WWGT Radio Armed Forces. Oh, this is why your brain works better than mine. I Have just, we started? Are we going to start this episode soon? It's already started. We're, we're, no. We're about a minute in. No, that can't be right. That's right. Did I hit record? Oh, I totally hit record. Look at that. Hello, everybody. Uh, <laughs> greetings, world travelers, and welcome to another We Got This with Mark and Hal. Yes. Uh, uh, we're, we're taking Mark, before we start. Yes. Let's catch up for a second. How are you? Okay. I am, uh, I am doing quite well. I just got back from Seattle where I saw my five week old nephew who does not do much. And my four and a half year old nephew who does a lot and their parents, uh, who do even more, uh, for m- way more hours than the children or me. Now, the- these are your brother's children. Am I right? These are my brother's kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're the best. And we were playing around Seattle for a few days. Juliana came up and we had a, uh, we had a really good time. It was Valentine's Day. So we had a, a big fancy Valentine's dinner and, uh, yeah, how are you? How was Valentine's Day? It was I realized that wasn't much of an exciting story. This feels like the beginning of the Today Show right now. <laughs> so, Mark, you saw some kids. How did that I go? did. Wow. I saw some kids. Yeah. It was great. So, we've got a cooking segment in just about 8 minutes, but first, how what about you? Well, before Jeremy Irons shows us how to make bananas foster, I just want to <laughs> jump in. I, I <laughs> I had a very nice uh, Valentine's Day weekend. My father was out to visit, so we had a big uh, family Valentine's Day. We hung out in and around uh, Los Angeles, and, and it was great. Always nice to see two-time guest Bill Lublin <laughs> in person. Uh, the, leg- the legend of We Got This, Bill Lublin, yes, for a lovely right. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Shout out to Bill. Also, shout out to the maker of this Chardonnay that Hal and I have. <laughs> 
Um, now nobody believes this because everyone that listens to the show knows that you don't drink That's and right. that I don't drink wine. Um, today we are going to talk about airline seat reclining. Yes. Um, this one did nobody, nobody pitched this one. I'm, I'm admitting now. I was going online and I was thinking to myself while on an airplane the other day, this seat, like these, what is the, what's the rule with like reclining? This seat's only going back like an inch and a half now. Yeah. So I started to go down this rabbit hole of seat recline and I came across a little contraption that was in the news like a year and a half ago. How Loveland would you like to describe this? Yes. Uh, this is a little something called the knee defender. And the knee defender, the quote on this is standing up for the right of the tall guy to sit down. So the best that, that Mark and I can figure, and Mark sent me this, essentially, I think the text was like, do you want to see something that's just for a-holes and douches? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to which I immediately said, of course, of course I want to see it. <laughs> and he sent me this website. And you say this product is about a year old, but the website looks like it was made in 1996. Yeah, it really is. I think it's a GeoCities. Yeah, it's a GeoCities site. I actually had to log into CompuServe to even access it. <laughs> um, but there are these little clamp things that you put on the, the arms of the tray rest or the, or the, the, the tray of the seat in front of you that mm-hmm. supposedly locks the seat in front of you from reclining. That is correct. So some tall guy, and I, I'm six foot. I'm not short, but I'm not particularly tall. Tall enough that being in an airplane nowadays is uh, is taxing on my knees, and I don't mm-hmm. like when people recline into them. But I don't think it's my right to put a device in place that is an impediment to their moving the seat yes. back if they want to. Right? This device is the extreme, extreme version of the three camps that exist in this. Uh, so there are really, uh, there are really three camps that exist, which is the just be cool, the seat should never recline, and the seat should always recline. Those are the three camps. Okay. Um, and I realized this by digging through the comment section of news articles about the knee defender. And this, uh, this has sustained me for hours. My eyes are bloodshot. I've been up for days. Uh, there's one gentleman is very passionate and another young lady seems equally passionate, but about the other side. It's fascinating. Um, so, so we, I asked Hal if we could once and for all, uh, determine whether or not it is okay to recline your seat. So can I throw this at you, Hal, for purposes of this discussion? Please. Can we eliminate the just be cool? Because that's clearly the correct answer is, you know, if it's like, look, see if there's a giant tall person behind you. If it looks like it's going to bug them, ask, try, you know, don't do it too far. Can we eliminate the let's all be reasonable people out of this and just go for the down and dirty uh, binary debate? Well, yeah, I think that I think that gets us nowhere if we keep those people in because then then yeah. and, and we talked about this. Um, we've talked about this several times, but like our first episode was should you put ketchup on a hot dog? And, and the reasonable answer would be just be cool. It's not your hot dog. Don't let anybody <laughs> put stuff you don't want on your hot dog. Right. But the we have to this, eliminate the just be cool answer. Yeah, we're offering instruction for people on how to live their lives. So the obvious answer is don't just be cool, okay? You're going to either recline your seat or not. In fact, if we yeah. decide that you should, then I think – You have you, to. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, you 100% have to always recline your seat now. Or always keep your seat vertical now. Um, where do you, let, what's, what's our baseline in this? Where do you, I'm a, I'm a recliner. I'm not a mean recliner, but if I had to pick one, I would at, uh, on the offset say I'm a recliner. I like the, the concept of reclining mm-hmm. more than I like the practice of it because I, I'm always concerned that somebody behind me is in discomfort. So I would right. almost put the lock on my own seat if I could. <laughs> But also, like, I, if I lean back, you would exactly. It's like dominoes, though. The person in front of you reclines their seat, so you recline mm-hmm. your seat. That forces another person to recline their seat. Yes. So that I only do it if space is is really at a premium. I would yeah. rather just sit straight up for a flight because I'm not I'm not a plane sleeper. Really, I can't um, sleep on planes. I have trouble. I like to work on a plane. Um, so I'm usually, I, I will frequently sit upright and, uh, play and work on my laptop. I almost said play on my laptop, work on my laptop, um, until the person in front of me reclines their seat. And as soon as they do, if they don't, great. I will keep working the whole flight. Right. If they do recline their seat, I'm like, all right, well, work time's done. Uh, I'll grab the iPod, iPad and play a video game and lean my seat back or lean my seat back and fall asleep. Right. Um, so maybe we should approach this. Maybe we should use the knee defender as sort of a framing device for this. Okay. So maybe what we should do is we should use the knee defender as sort of a framing device for this. So so I think that that will cover the negatives. So why don't we talk about the positives of reclining your seat on an airplane? How about that? Okay. So sure. you're a recliner, walk me through why that's your preference. Well – I don't go with, uh, my argument for reclining is not the same argument that is made vehemently online for reclining, which, uh, in my readings is a kind of an elitist viewpoint of, Hey, if you want more room, um, why don't you just move up to business class? It's like, come on, man. <laughs> like, that's the thing. It's like, I purchased this. It's my right. Um, but even doing that, you know, fake entitled guy voice, uh, that last sentence kind of, uh, rings true for me. I did, I deliberately didn't get the seat in front of the exit row because I know that seat doesn't recline. I deliberately didn't get the seat in the very back of the airplane because I know that seat doesn't recline. Uh, and for me, it's just, they don't recline as much as they used to. I'm, we're talking two, three inches. It's not like, I know there, there, there was a time when they would really whip way far down. And some of them still do, but like this last flight I was on, it doesn't go terribly far. Um, so I don't think I'm really doing a terrible disservice to the person behind me. Granted, I'm not a tall person. I'm five foot nine. Uh, so I don't think about those things immediately, but for me as a, like as a flyer, as a flyer passenger, what's the word? I almost said pilot. I do not fly airplanes. Um, as a passenger on an airplane, I sit down and in this, I'm in this cramped little seat in coach because I never fly anything, but whatever the cheapest thing to get me there is. Right. Um, and I'm in this cramped little seat and I look on my armrest and there is a button right there. And that little button, it's not even about it reclining. It's about, this is your comfort button. This is the button that's like, Hey, are things pretty crummy right now? You know what? Push this button. We'll make them marginally better. (laughs) 
I don't think about the fact that the person behind me, I don't think that I'm infringing on their space because that's the negative space that's created by a person making a chair shape with their body. That is the space that is infringed upon with most seats now that don't really lean back far. Right. Uh, the only thing that I think could get in the way in that space, barring a tall per a really tall person, is a laptop. And you know what? I'll make sure that I'm not going to crack your laptop. That's why I look behind me. But we're taking reasonable out of this. We're taking just yes. be cool out of this. Absolutely. Um. So that is that is why I and that argument of I did I didn't get the seat in the exit row. In front of the exit row on purpose, I deliberately chose a seat that reclines just so I have a tiny minim- minimum amount of comfort button. Well, sure. I think. What about you? I think you want to be comfortable when you're on a plane right. as much as you can. And, and the less you pay for your seat, the, the, <laughs> the wider your definition of comfort has to get. Uh, Hal, they have, these seats have gotten, no kidding, they've gone from 34 inch seat pitch to 31 inch seat pitch. They've lost three inches in coach. And in business and first class, they turn into beds. <laughs> they have lie flat seating. We are ingrained into thinking that laying down on an airplane equals class and comfort. It's classy to lay down. You want to be one of the classy ones? <laughs> You laid down, Hal. You I'm know, sorry. I I interrupted. I I didn't mean to. Well, no. You bring up a good point. I think I think what you're showing is that mm-hmm. this whole argument about reclining seats is a tool that the big airlines use to distract us unwashed masses from seeing what's really happening, which is there's a whole group of people that get to lay down, and we're fighting yeah. over three inches of space. Or yeah. whatever amount, like the thirty-one inches of pitch is not that much. You're not even getting. I don't. I don't even think you're leaning back like half a foot. Right? No, uh, human comfort. Human comfort minimum, according to science, is thirty-four inches. Exactly. So yeah. Now they're and I'll tell you another thing, man. Those drop yeah, man. oxygen masks. They're just painkillers to dull our senses <laughs> while they pump in their government-mandated messaging. You're not getting me in the system, man. Thanks, Obama. Hashtag. <laughs> uh, uh. But I will say for me, like, being comfortable in an airplane really is about two different things. There's either you want leg room. Like mm-hmm. me, I like to be able to bend and straighten my legs. And, and – and the other is being able to lean back and, and recline. Like I, I like the idea of reclining, but I feel like I slouch enough in everyday life that I kind of – I'm okay with sitting up. And, I, and generally for me, on a plane, I'm watching movies anyway. So I want – to me, comfort means I can stretch my legs out. And the, the recline of the seat doesn't really do much one way or another to affect uh, how how far I can straighten out my legs. So it's not a huge – yeah, because that's that negative space exactly. in a chair-shaped human. Yes. So for me, it's not as much about reclining my seat as much as it is the effect that somebody else reclining their seat has on me. Does that make right. sense? Right. And those are, well, those are the two opposing points of view. Really, it's the guy in front versus the guy in back. It's the seat should recline versus the no, they shouldn't. Like that makes sense that. Wherever on the spectrum you are, those are the, those would be the two camps and the two POVs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think it ultimately comes down to what, what we're going to arrive, arrive at Mm -hmm. eventually, I think is does the advantage of being able to recline at a 31 inch pitch 
mm-hmm. does that overpower the the amount of discomfort that's caused by somebody reclining their seat up in your grill? Right. Uh, and I think for most domestic flights right now, it's they're the, the short flights. The seats don't recline that much right. in my experience. It's not going – it's not even – really, it's not even that much. I can still work on a laptop. I just have to tilt the thing slightly differently. You know what I mean? Right. Well, And there's a lot of them – there's a lot of them now that the front of the seat goes forward as the back of the seat goes backwards. Uh, that makes you feel like you're in like more like a lazy boy. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Those are bad. Those are, those tend to be in like the nicer part of economy, right? Isn't that like the economy? No, no, no. This was in the back. This is in the back. This is like, how do we keep the commoners happy? We, (laughs) it really is because these are also the narrowest seats that I've ever been on. Right. Um, but they also happen to be the ones that lean back and like though these seats feel like you're getting into a pod and going into space. Like the whole thing just kind of shapes your body in certain ways. Um, I think, I think that you're right in that, uh, in that it is the, the real problem here is that airlines are crushing us and trying to squeeze more seats and make, uh, first class more luxurious. And it's the growing disparity between the rich and the poor in this country as shown in one single Boeing 737. Right. But that's, uh, that's, you know. A little much for this conversation. Yeah. But if people do start fighting over this, I feel like they've now made the seat defender illegal on most – not illegal, but uh, forbidden on most major airlines. Okay. Well, I kind of like the idea that it's legal because I like the idea that people in the back are going to start rioting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going full Beyonce formation backup dancers on this one. Yeah. And I'm saying, people, let's do this. Well, this is like the knee defender is like the, the printing press in that it's the, <laughs> the tool that gives the people the power to communicate with one another. Hey, you said at the top of this show you wanted it to be the catalyst. That's true. You know, it yeah. is. Um, you know, uh, here's the other thing. And, I, and I'll throw this out. This isn't really a for reclining as much as it is against not reclining. This uh-huh. this clown, the inventor of the knee defender, claims that <laughs> it, you use it so you don't get a DVT, otherwise known as deep vein thrombosis, or as as it's referred to here, economy class syndrome. Um, so Boo. the idea is that that at that height, at that elevation, that that uh, pressure, your your legs are more likely to develop blood clots, which is dangerous, but Yes. Also, that's that's more of a standing and not sitting in the same position. So you, you're encouraged mm-hmm. to get up and walk around a little bit. Je- uh, Jennifer is very much into this on flights. She's mm-hmm. like constantly – she gets up like once an hour to take a walk, eat, whether she has to use the restroom or not. And she always encourages me to do the same. And I, I never want to because I'm lazy <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm trying to finish Age of Ultron for the 90th time. <laughs> but <laughs> – but the truth is, when I do it, I feel better. Yeah. The person, whether or not the person in front of me is reclining, has nothing to do with it. I'm either going to be able to straighten my legs out or not. So, right. That's that's kind of a a, a dumb reason. Like this is an entitlement tool. I, if I had an airline, I would ban it. Also, yes. Uh, I feel like if we as a if we as a society recognize two things, 
One, that when we sit down in a chair formation, we're not expected to be flailing our arms madly in front of us or uh, turkey-necking our heads out and otherwise occupying that negative space. Right. That is – that space is uh, – that space isn't boardwalk or park place. That space is Oriental Avenue. Um <laughs> Where to the person, but we also, the other thing that we as a society agree on is that leaning back feels nice. Right. Even if just, even if just a couple inches on the comfort button. And again, this, we have to pick one. There is the just be cool angle to this. There is, um, but, but also I feel like it's more, we, we value our, our personal space, right? Yes. Maybe now more than ever, maybe, maybe now less than ever, but we still value it a lot either way. And when well, it's gaining value as we're getting less of it. Exactly. So when somebody leans their their seat back into you, mm-hmm. then they're taking up your space. Like you you say for you, like a laptop, no problem. You work with it, but it's not all the way open. Like even like for me, I'm I am heavier, so sometimes the 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 tray won't go down all the way when somebody's reclined. But even when it does, I can't have a laptop fully open. I have to. Mm-hmm. I, you have to have it sort of part way open and and work on it. And the person in front of me, I, I instantly don't like them. Instantly. Right. <laughs> I instantly think that they are that they are a bad person. What is the bare minimum they can do that will get you to like them? Is it asking? Is it just turning around and looking and giving a half nod? Is it the little half tap first just to go tap, tap? Hey, I'm probably going to lean back. I'm just making sure this thing works. What's the – what's the – uh What's your cutoff point for them not being a jerk? Mark, I didn't know we lived in a society where people checked in first before they did that anymore. Because really? I don't get – I very – if somebody asked me, hey, or, do you mind if I, if I lean back? I'm never going to say no because then I feel like, all right, they recognize – they they fulfilled maybe their part of the social contract where they go, okay, this is kind of douchey but I need to lean back for some reason. Um, right. That's okay. That is fine. Um, you know, and Jennifer, some, but that is, but that's also not one that we can, that's not one that we can use. My my dear Um, wife, my dear wife, she's a recliner. Does she ask? She had back problems. Yeah. She's done it before and she's met with resistance. Here's the other side of it. Just because you're behind, you, you don't, it it is the right of the person who's sitting there to recline their seat anywhere as the seat reclines. You're, you're, you have a right to do it. You paid for your ticket. She's had somebody Mm -hmm. push on the back of her chair and not allow her to recline, like fought the reclining. Which is not oh, yeah. okay either. Well, that's the sa- that's the same thing as putting in the knee defender. Exactly. That's you're, you're 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 no better than the knee defender person. By the way, this comes with um. There's a card that I saw. <laughs> will you? Oh, will you please read the comment card? So there are four tabs on this site. There's knee defender. There's oh sorry, it just says knee defender. So there's main slash buy. That's the one we're on now. There's airplane etiquette and how to use it. So I'm going to go to airplane etiquette and there is a card. What is it under how to use it? Where are the heck? Okay. So I'm sorry in the how to use it area. And I'm not going to give out the website for this. You can look it up yourself. I'm not going to give them that, but they have a clip out. You can print this page and then there's a knee defender <laughs> courtesy card. I will read it in full. Okay. Please. <clears throat> this is a knee defender trademark courtesy card trademark. <laughs> I am using Knee Defender. 
Knee Defender is a small plastic device that helps me protect myself by limiting how much the seat in front of me can recline. I wanted to let you know about this and provide the following information. And then you check one of these boxes to let them know. So the first item is, unfortunately, my legs are so long that if you recline your seat at all, it would immediately bang into my knees. And I suppose if you're like, like, um... Minute Bull. Minute Bull. Or Ben Acker is very tall. I mean, he's like sure. 6'5", six, six, I think. So this could be an issue for him. I don't think he would use a knee defender. I, I, think he I would don't think that Acker it. would use it. Like, yeah. a, like, a, like a tall gentleman. Um, yes. Okay, so we're going to eliminate that one. Next check mark. As best I can estimate, <laughs> you could recline your seat about blank inches without banging into my knees. If you would like to recline your seat this much at some point during the flight, please let me know and I will adjust my knee defender so that is possible. So now I'm saying I am the Hitler of your seat. I'm going to tell <laughs> your seat exactly what it can move and what it can do and will your seat uh, – your seat does not conform. It is not the Uber seat. So I will not allow it. If you would like to recline, I will consider it is really what what they're saying there. Like you're trying to be, hey, I know you wanted to recline two inches. So I'm going to be a nice guy and set this douche meter to two. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> this is the final check mark, And then there's more after. <laughs> if you would like oh. to recline your seat at some point during the flight, please let me know. And I will try to adjust myself and my knee defender so that it can be done safely. Oh, that one's so passive aggressive. It's so passive aggressive. <laughs> like, like if you if you're willing to make that concession, you don't need the knee defender. You yeah. don't need it. If you're yeah, if you're having the conversation, but you're right. Then it is. It's the printing press. It's the conversation starter. Exactly. I don't want to talk to somebody who's and you leaving a card. You can't have a conversation. All right. No. Let's finish the card. Yeah, that's not the most passive-aggressive thing. The most passive-aggressive thing is the card, is printing the card exactly. and cutting it out. <laughs> I realize that this may be an inconvenience. If so, I hope you will complain to the airline. Maybe, working together, we can convince the airlines to provide enough space between rows so that people can recline their seats without banging into other passengers. Thank you for your understanding. Now, now it yeah. sounds like Gutenberg. Now he's got the printing press. We're going to get power communication to the people, but it's still like, hey, if you think I'm I'm really being a dick, you should tell the airlines how bad this is, so they'll make a change. Meanwhile, what did the airlines do? They said, hey, don't bring those douche clamps onto our planes anymore. <laughs> uh, in my uh, in my studies of this. Um it, it blaming the airlines just reminded me in my studies of this, someone referred to uh, the people rising up online as uh, uh, let's go snow piercer. <laughs> so now is the now is the time for the people to go snow piercer on uh, on the airlines and on the seat. Uh, can I go semantics for a second Would or you? linguistics or words? I don't know what the right word for words is. Um <laughs> When you check out, yes, of a when you are or when you are purchasing um, a, a spot on an airline uh, airplane that is going to take you from point A to point B, and you are on their website checking out, um, you are asked whether you would like to purchase a seat or purchase seats. I am getting an airline seat. Uh, it does not say 
confirm purchase of most of your seat and uh, two inches uh, or two degrees of the airspace behind the seat in front of you. I'm purchasing that seat. The physical item, I don't get to take it with me when I leave, but I am renting a seat to do with as I please for the duration of that flight. Yes, be cool about it, but it doesn't say confirm purchase of space in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand that. This is just the dumb word argument for this. But you know, I didn't think I I didn't think I was going to come down so passionately on this side of this issue. Well, I still think I I I think I know (laughs) I think I have an idea of where this is going to ultimately boil boil down. But right, um, you also have a lot. I mean, you have a lot of choices when you're buying your seats. You can see. Um, you, first of all, you, uh, most times you get to select your seat unless you're buying last minute and you're sort of flying standby. But there are a lot mm-hmm. of tools, including, um, seatguru.com to name one, where you can actually go and look at the, the airline you're going to be on and the, the flight you're going to be on. And they have graded all of the seats for comfort. This one's wide. Uh, this one is fixed. So a lot of times if you sit bulkhead, which means you have nothing in front of you but a partition, you get a lot of leg room, but the, the trays are actually in the armrests. So you have fixed position armrests, which mm-hmm. makes it, which can be, if you're a wider person, can be a little bit more uncomfortable, but you're willing to make that, you know, I have so much space right. in front of me when I'm bulkhead. I don't really need to lay down then. I can sort of create my own recline, but you should <laughs> right. be aware. You're, the, the top of your head is in like the middle of the seat. Yeah, exactly. But you, you just should, sort of slid down. Yeah. You, you should just be aware of where you're sitting on the plane. There's no excuse for that ignorance either way to go, well, I had no idea somebody was going to be in front of me or I had no idea, uh, that I'd be reclining into another human being. Yeah. How was I to know that row 60 was in the back? Yeah. To, to me, what this, what this, uh, well, should we talk about some of the negatives of, I think we've come down uh, pretty, pretty hard in favor of reclining. Why don't we talk about what's yes. bad about reclining your seat? Sure. So what, what, what do you find is the top complaint uh, outside of this, this toolbox and, and, uh, his inventor, uh, his, yeah. his invention rather? What have, have you found to be the complaints? Well, I have found, for the most part, the complaint is knees. 90% of these comments that I've been reading are tall people talking about their knees. Right. Um, and this is, this is not a, this is not the biggest, uh, percentage of the population, but it's the most vocal percentage of the population on this particular issue. Sure. Uh, people who are, uh, most of them begin by saying their height. Listen, I'm blank. Okay. Uh, and it usually starts at six two. All it's right. usually people who are six one, six two, six two is more often. Six one, I would see a little bit. Uh, six three and six four. Nobody's like I'm seven feet tall and trying to sit and coach. It's mostly people who are uh <laughs> six one. Most of them are six two, and then a few six three, six four. Username the real shack says, <laughs> "I can't stand these seats. These seats are a real problem for me." I can't sit anywhere. I always get my knees hit. Uh, Shaq, you could easily purchase a seat in the front of the plane. You know they have beds up there, right? Well, I'm trying to save my money because I don't play in the NBA anymore. And it's not fair to me, wherever I sit in the plane, that somebody can put their chair into my knees. Plus, the only way to avoid it is if I lay down in the middle of the aisle. And I've been. Uh, oh, oh, Mr. O'Neill, please, please don't lay in the middle of the aisle. We've got to get the drink cart through. This floor is about to have a shack attack. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> there are a lot of tall people, though. It's not like a tall person. It's not like we're in the 19th century and a tall person is rare or a tall person. Look, I saw. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. I saw one the other day. Um, I saw a guy who was like six one. I was uh, I, when we were when I was in Seattle. I went up and took a picture with him. I had him. Um, <laughs> I didn't have anything for him to sign except a uh, dry cleaning receipt. Yeah. from shorties. So uh, I had him sign that. And uh, it was really exciting. Sir, Real, can, really. Can we, can we take a picture where I'm trying to high five you, please? All the way up, all the way up. I want to put you. your hand on my head and I'll try to hit you, honey. Shoot this; it'll be hilarious. <laughs> but there are. That's the average height is certainly. Uh, people are taller than they were uh, certainly even 50 yes. years ago. People and to any thing. of our tall listeners, I understand that this uh, is a problem for you. Please. Uh, Tweet angry things at us about this and let's, as uh, they say on CNN, keep the conversation going. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, it, but it is, it, there are enough people who are affected by it that it, that it is an issue. And it's right. very rare that, and I, like, I respect I, that, yeah. I have to recline, but you do have to have enough room for your legs so that you don't have constant pressure right. on your knees. That's, that's a problem. That and, is very true. And we need to be aware when we're flying. That airplanes are no longer accommodating of people, people of size, whether they are, are big side to side or big up and down. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. So it's like you're just making it more uncomfortable and, and being if, selfish about it. If we do have that, if we do have that mentality, uh, which was, uh, you know, la- much lauded before of I got mine, Jack. Um, we are no better than the airlines who are saying, I got mine Jack to their shareholders by adding an extra row of seats. You know? Yeah. I don't um, think I we don't... have to be human about this, but again, we have to eliminate the let's be human about this one. And, but that, that, that does come into it. If everybody has the mentality of we all know that space is at a premium. Well, here, um, here, here's what I've found. I mean, I don't okay. know. I feel like we're we're moving towards our decision. Do you agree? Yeah. Uh, this I is, feel like it. This is what I would lay out as sort of the final piece for for me. Mm-hmm. Is when I look at the people who who recline without thought, and then I look at the people who are reclined on. I find mm-hmm. that, that the people who get a seat reclined on them are more likely to just be quiet and take it and be in pain, and then they'll complain about it later than to go, hey. Hey man, could you or or hey lady, can you please move your seat back up? I'm in a lot of pain. They're more mm-hmm. they're more likely to be kind and just sort of accepting of their fate, which is not necessarily the right thing to do, but that that that's that seems to be the case. Whereas the people who recline more often than not, I mean, you laid out a dream scenario where the person mm-hmm. in front of you says, "Hey, do you mind? Is this okay?" and then and then it opens up a dialogue. No, more mm-hmm. often than not, it is as soon as the wheels are up, the seat is back, and it's not even slow. It's I'm slamming the seat back as that. As that's I can. a big problem. A lot of people. That's the other big thing um, that was the big complaint. Aside from knees, was not. So much that the seat is reclining, but it's that it's reclining all the way and fast. Exactly. And that I is, is, that's a, it's just a jerk move. Yeah. It's thoughtless. And that's, that's the kind of like, listen, you pay for a lot of things that are yours, but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean you have to be a jerk. It's right. Not, you didn't buy the whole plane. You bought, you bought the right to fly on a plane. You also didn't buy comfort. This is not like your personal barca lounger. Right. So I think, I, if 
we're living in a world where there's a binary choice, which is what mm-hmm. we've laid out here. We've, we haven't, we're assuming that people are not going to be cool. Well, we can't assume that they're going to be monsters though, either. Well, I think that a group of people can sometimes turn into monsters and, a, and people on planes get irritable. They get upset. They get impatient. And I'm only yeah. talking about myself. I'm sure. A- oh no, you're talking about both of us. <laughs> hey, this is, we got this, Hal. That's true. That's true, but we've traveled together. You know that I get tense when I travel. Just I know, I, man. You know. I like to get to the airport 45 minutes before the flight, and you like to get there three hours before the flight. That's right. That's right. Um, so when you and I travel together, one of us is going to be tense. <laughs> but I think in this case uh-huh. that we found that it's it's much more of a jerk move to – to recline your seat than it is to ask somebody not to recline their seat or to yes. be upset by it. Do, do you agree with that? Uh, that it is more of a jerk move to recline your seat than it is to put a knee defender in or well, than it is to put your knees in someone's back. I don't want to live in a world where the knee defender is allowed anywhere <laughs> on the right. Planet. I'd like to gather them all up and shoot them into the sun like all the nuclear weapons in Superman 4. So they've gone. Are we, but, but it sounds like, it sounds, I'm getting a feeling you and I may be going in different directions on this. I, I think, I think you can recline all you want when you're in your recliner at home, but you need mm-hmm. to be, you need to be an upstanding citizen. You should not recline your, your seat in an airplane is what I say. And when I do it, I do it very slowly. Wow. And if I sense when- it's a problem, I'll stop and I'll go back. See, I, after this entire conversation, I was certain that we were going to go the other direction. I just think, uh, I, look, the, the, the you've got to be cool is, yeah. is, or everybody be cool is sort of do whatever you want. But to me, I right. think the cool thing to do is let's all just try to be respectful of one another and realize we're going to be trapped in this germ-filled tube for however many hours. Let's try not to piss each other off as much as possible. And leaning back, <laughs> reclining in any chair is a luxury that you don't really get. I mean, if you're on a commuter train or like the subway or, uh, if you're, if you're on like a train, generally m- most commuter trains, you don't get to recline your seat. You're lucky if you have any leg room at all. So like all of a sudden we get on planes and we think it's cool to recline our seat into someone else. It's not that it's the only place I can think of where you can regularly do that. Yeah. Um, I feel like, look, in, in, in light of the fact that we're in this particular episode, we're not allowed to play the just be cool route. Right. And that we have to choose one. Um, and also in light of the fact that we can't just blame the airlines, uh, because that wasn't one of the things we laid out as uh, a possibility for this. Is it should you recline your seat or can we just blame the airlines for everything? Yeah, right. Um, we, can't, we can't do it. Right. By the way, uh, Spirit Airlines, uh, their seats no longer recline at all. They are vertical and uh, they they uh, claim that they are pre-reclined. So um, <laughs> Spirit Airlines is one step away from strapping everybody into those yeah. Hannibal Lecter boards. Making yeah. the plot standing up. Uh, <laughs> Spirit Airlines is the is what they threw the Muppets out of at the beginning of the Great Muppet Caper. <laughs> That's right, Spirit Airlines. We land now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
And also because if we like if if we're playing by the just be cool rule, then I absolutely think that reclining is okay. But if we're playing based on the idea that this is terrible, I feel awful even saying this. If we are basing this on the idea that human beings are not cool jerks by default, um, then yeah, I feel like it's you. You don't want to, at the very least, we don't want to start fights with each other. Right. Like, if just be cool is not an option, then just be neutral has to be. Exactly. I think. Uh, so yeah, I think, um, I think this one's decided. Well, then there you go. Then allow, allow me. May I? Please. People of the world. When you travel across the country and around the globe, you're going to be around a lot of other human beings at the same time. And yes, you paid for your ticket with your hard-earned money. Or maybe you cashed in miles from all the trips that you have to take for work. And you just want that flight experience to be customized for you. But guess what? Tough luck. Because Mark and I know that deep down, we all have monsters lurking within our souls. And nothing <laughs> brings that out faster than even a 45-minute flight. Assuming the plane is small enough. So you cannot, you should not, and you will not recline your seats anymore. And if you're sitting in front oh, of man. me and you recline your seat, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. All of a sudden, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom a whole bunch. And when I do, I'm not going to gingerly get out of my seat. I'm going to use your seat back <laughs> as leverage to get up, to sit down. And if I see anybody reclining on my way to the head, which is what they call it on airplanes probably – I will knock your seat back. I'll run into it. I don't care because you don't care. I just – I paid to walk around this plane, man. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to swing around and my elbows are going to hit people. Do you see that's where we're heading if we let Hal, people recall their seats? Hal, Hal, yes. what? Are you, are you falling down? Is that what's happening right now? Are you going Michael to. Douglas and falling down? I, if I start ordering a hamburger, it's trouble for everybody. Is this one settled, Hal? Asked and answered. But there are many more topics to discuss out there. Uh, topics that you give us, not just ones that I come up with when I go down an internet rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> so please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or check out the Maximum Fund subreddit. There's a conversation happening right now. Yes, or hit us up on Facebook forward slash we got this podcast or email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com. Thanks as always to Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and our award winning song, respectively. Thank you to researcher Kate McManus, producer Ken Plume, and graphic designer Uri Kilman, and a special thanks to our sponsor for this episode, the Knee Defender. When you're flying, <laughs> be sure to install that Knee Defender so that nobody mm. else has rights. And most of all, thank you to you, our listeners. We know you have many choices when listening to podcasts. We thank you for listening to us. We're about to come in for a landing, so please return your tray tables to their upright and locked positions. And for goodness sake, unrecline your seats. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everyone. We got this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.